Hello and welcome to the Berlin Boys Club podcast. I'm Connor. I'm Cam. And today is the Berlin Boys Club guide to loneliness. The very one, yes. The clocks have gone forward or back. They did something. They did something. Winter's coming. It's getting chilly. And loneliness is definitely in the air. Especially in this old town. This, old, this dirty old town. Would, would you think um, Berlin is particularly lonely? There's lots of talk of this. I've definitely experienced um, a certain certain brand of loneliness here. Yeah. It doesn't exist elsewhere. For good and bad, I think. Mm-hmm. It has its positive moments, but it, it can be a, a lonely place. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly why. It's just something in there. I've I've read before a lot about the how the ar- actual architecture of the city. You know, it is a very yeah. D- there is a huge amount of tree life here, but it is also very concrete. It is. It's hard spacious. to see a lot of sky. That's true. Yeah, that's in true. Berlin. And those sort of um, you know, last winter I lived around the uh, the old communist area down. Oh yeah. Karl Marx, you know. And that's very, particularly oppressive. Yeah. Yeah. Intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. That's it, and and I mean also I suppose to a certain extent it's the, it's the the lifestyles here. You know, it's a city of stragglers and newcomers That's and right. migrants. Yeah, exiles. Uh, exiles, you know, yeah. referencing our good friend Stuart Brand's book. Great book. Yeah, but uh, and I think that does maybe lend to this sort of feeling that people are a bit untethered. Sure. Yeah. 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 Wandering units in a in a big dark city. Yeah. Yeah. Everyday robots. That's right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough Berlin talk. Yeah, yeah, enough Berlin talk. We're here to talk about loneliness. Yeah. Um, do Do you think uh, loneliness has played a part in your life, Cam? Uh, yeah, absolutely, Connor. Um, yeah. There've been periods uh, where I've felt uh, extremely lonely, as yeah. as we all do. Yeah. Uh, in this this crazy life, and um, uh, you know, but. Uh, for the most part, it's always been a positive experience in the end. Um, you go through these feelings for, for whatever reason. and I remember feeling lonely probably the first real time in my early 20s, mm. going through certain changes that I noticed my friends weren't going through. Uh, for whatever reason, that was part of my ride. And having to sort of extricate myself from the existing social dynamic. Yeah, quarantining a bit. So, so sort you of forced loneliness. In a way. So you were still kind of. I mean, this is isn't this the kind of the classical loneliness trope that you were sort of you were still surrounded by people. Yeah, but you yeah. still felt a certain to a certain extent isolated or perhaps. Yeah, that's right. And also in some mm-hmm. instances, not not surrounded by people. Like I actually sort of just put myself in lockdown for a bit. Yeah, and just um, almost. Uh, Kind of, a, as I said, a forced loneliness, just to yeah. to heal and you know to go through whatever I needed to on my own. Yeah, um, but maybe that was a more unique variety of it. Well, I don't know. I can totally relate to that. I know that there's been periods in my life, and I think you and I are perhaps similar here. We're no, we're we're both kind of pensmiths, you know. Exactly. We're we're two writers, and I mean, inherently, that is something you do on your own. That's right. And you do sort of force exile on yourself. Yeah. And I, I know that certainly in my life, like there's been big times and chunks of time where I purposefully pulled myself away from people, mm. and I guess ostensibly to in in search of some form of healing, mm. which didn't always come. Yeah. 
but still felt this need to pull away sure. and go through loneliness. Yep, yep. And, yeah. There can be a fine line sometimes between knowing when that's the healthy thing to do yeah. and when that's just avoidance of social interaction or, uh, yeah. you know, maybe sometimes, um, uh, you know, I can certainly empathise with what you said. I yeah. used to do that a lot as a... As a as a default, yeah. in actual fact, sometimes I was having far too much lonely, uh, too much solo time, mm. and really needed to force myself out to um, to interact, yeah, to get the goods from others. Like I really think there is a we can you can draw a, um, a very stark distinction between this. Okay, I want to have an adventure on my own, yeah. and I want to try and kind of push my own boundaries, mm. and where you set off to do something on your own. And there's a certain kind of, there's a resolve mm. involved in that. And then the other type of kind of solitary activity where you almost feel like you're retreating to a corner yeah, rather than say, just discomfort has forced you into that place. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you felt uh, particularly lonely Recently, man, have you have you had any sort of yeah? Well, well, kind of very interestingly enough, um, I've just I suppose my lifestyle has has changed a little bit in the last say few months where I'm now, you know, kind of living half in Ireland and half in Berlin, mm. and when I go back to Ireland, um, I'm, I'm surrounded by family mm. and um, a language that I'm very familiar with, yeah, and a, and a culture that I kind of even when I'm not particularly happy with it, mm. it's still mine and I feel very at home there. Sure. And then when I come back to Berlin, and I just noticed this the last time I came back to Berlin about a, oh, about a week ago mm. and, and was just hit with a real feeling of loneliness. Yeah. And... It, it does that most times when you come back, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. It really does. And it, it was, you know, there was no... Um, there was no shortage of people to spend time with and amazing people, you know, if I'm, I'm feel very lucky yeah. that the friends that I have around me, but it was also just a, a feeling that, um, okay, there's some, some sort of, uh, structure that was in place mm. that enabled my emotional well-being is less developed here. Mm. And, yep. um, and that, that was a bit of, that was something that I was like, okay, I have to look at this and I have to, um, I guess it was a signpost for sort of areas that I needed to work on too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, just getting back to the Berlin thing, it's mm. certainly a thing here, but, but I know a lot of people, um, experience loneliness even in their situations where, mm. um, where they have all the emotional supports and, uh, yeah. uh you know, and. And networks there just in day-to-day -day life um that loneliness exists uh yeah exactly you know yeah they might have a, a good job well-paying family life living wherever yeah but they still i mean you could be lonely in the middle of a relationship you That's know right. i mean entirely exactly um yeah i think i think for me though kind of what what i've sort of learned from this little this little bout of loneliness in some ways is um to, and and this is this all stems from a, a beautiful conversation I had with a good friend of mine, Brad, mm. who um, who gave me a piece of advice that uh, his mother gave him. Yeah, and his mother is uh, in her nineties. You know, okay. she's she's she's, uh, been around. she's been around. You know, she's uh, she's earned that wisdom. Yeah, and she said, "You uh, you wear your loneliness like a cloak." Mm. 
Interesting. You know, and and I took from that though. I was like, oh, I'm when people ask me how I am. I'm going to experiment with saying, oh, I'm all right. I'm just a bit lonely. Yeah. yeah and in that way. And I've kind yeah. of, in the last couple of days, I've done that. You know, people are like, How, how's it going? And I was like, actually, I'm just a bit lonely at yeah. the moment. Because as you said before, when we were talking, um, yeah, there's that the element of shame around. Totally. Or yeah. Like, oh, yeah. let's not admit that either to myself yeah. or other people. Yeah. All, how shameful it is to be yeah. a lonely soul. Even yeah. Even though we all from time to time are. You know? Yeah. And and I think it's it's more of a kind of a reflection on the society that we live in and, and living in a city. Yeah. And these are places that are just not really conducive to fostering that strong sense of community. Absolutely. Yeah. Ironically, isn't it? You know, right? we're all yeah. bundled here together in a, yeah. in a hot mess yeah. of, um, of urban action. But yeah. uh, paradoxically, we're... Yeah, we're we're soul units. Yeah, um, have you have you noticed that? I mean, um, the contrast between. Uh, I mean, you haven't always lived in cities, have you? Um, for the most part, man. I'm, I've dabbled in in yeah. living um, elsewhere, but that was sort of the other extreme: living in a a cabin in the middle of nowhere in right. northern Minnesota. So. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was lonely. <laughs> Just the two of us. No, no, that was that was good for all yeah. sorts of reasons. But um, no, for the most part, I have lived in in urban centres. Yeah, and um, and yeah, the loneliness is there. Uh, so is connection. You know, I mean, it's it's not uh, not to paint you know the picture of a totally lonely existence. There's there's both, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it would be interesting living in a, maybe a more rural setting where, yeah. where community is more of a thing. I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I, I, spent last winter, January and February living in a, in a, in a small village, a small town in Ireland, Killaloo, right. just, uh, in, in Clare. And, yep. um, I didn't really know anybody there, mm. but. Yeah, after three days, I kind of knew everyone in the in you know my, the grocery shop. I knew, like the guy who who sold coffee. Yeah. Do you know every time you'd walk out in the street, there was a hey, how's it going? Okay. It's a grand mile day. Do you know this sort of thing? And and I even though I was living on my own and just kind of doing the writerly thing, mm. you know, uh, at home, tapping away. Yeah. I still felt very much that uh, I, there was a community there. Yeah. I think it was just that idea that kind of every time you pass another human, mm. that they'd acknowledge you. Sure, that's that's rare in this. Uh, yeah, this era, isn't it? Right, yeah. and I, but but I mean that is again just the what happens with smaller scale places. Yeah, that that's how we behave to each other, and I think there maybe there's something very. Uh, I I think maybe there there might be some form of. Uh, I'm I I think it must be at some level quite inhuman for us to live in cities and to pass people yeah. and not reflect that another human has just passed you. Totally, yeah. I mean, I think if you look at our hardwiring, right, and how we're sort of, we're so programmed to, we're such a social animal. Yeah. And how this idea of kind of uh, knowing everyone around you in the tribe is so important mm. and how we are so kind of uh, addicted to maintaining harmony between our friend circles and not mm. kind of falling out with people or not, yeah. not isolating. And then to come and live in these cities mm. where we're just surrounded. I mean, our tribe is basically a tribe of strangers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that, that must at some 
deep, deep, hardwired level irk, right? Oh, I think so, man. Yeah. yeah. Hence the experience uh, yeah. that we all go through. Um, and yeah, look, as, as life's gotten gotten faster and, and more complex, um, you know, and, and with things like, uh, well, the world of social media and, you yeah. know, the technological world, which has brought yeah. us together in a lot of ways, it's also atomized us further as well, you know. Yeah, totally. Made us feel even more, uh, you know, locked into our own universes or, yeah. or whatever, and sometimes more reluctant to... To use that muscle to go and talk to someone on yeah, the street or, yeah, or totally. even on the phone. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a good question. Like, yeah. how how often do you how often do you make phone calls? You know what? Rarely. Yeah. I probably make one or two a week. Yeah. yeah. I don't talk to people on the phone. Yeah. That's yeah, an interesting question. And you know, this is also like, and I think this is quite a male thing too. But I have a few friends, male friends, yeah, who are just they would describe themselves as just been bad on the phone. Yeah. You know, and yeah. sort of uh, would would much rather exist in a completely message format. Yeah. And this idea of being bad on the phone. Yeah. I I think, I think that's worth exploring. Mm. Right. Be, yeah. Because I think that's really just a sort of a avoidance thing. You think it, it's some sort of you're intimidated by a conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you can just flick a few, you know, yeah. little sentences or or a or a um, or a voice message. That's the other thing. A voice message. Yeah, that's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you do the voice message? I I do occasionally, and I prefer it to like a text message. Okay. Yeah. Like I do love to hear the person's voice. voice. Yeah. You know, but at the same time. Um, Actually, maybe it works because you do feel like you're being listened to. Yeah. You do actually get that sense that I'm actually being listened to here. Yeah. Yeah. A pre-recorded uh, conversation. Even yeah. though most of the conversation is pretty much for your own benefit, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm down. I'm not against it. Yeah, I'm not against yeah. it either. But m my go-to is definitely a, a text. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe that's the you know the writer in me. I, I can sort of control... My yeah. words a bit more. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or get the the point across that I want to. Yeah, yeah. I feel more comfortable that way. But but for the most part, I agree with you. I think it's a uh, people are reluctant to, to to do that that phone you know phone chat or face to face yeah. for some sort of anxiety reasons or uh, yeah you know whatever reluctance. Yeah. But yeah, and it's also just this. Um, I think this is a particularly. Uh, male approach to, to yeah. communication yeah. and uh, I think this uh, this de definitely I, I don't I've never really had uh, a situation with a female friend where they said oh I'm really bad on the phone yeah no exactly I've never had that before yeah Um, but I've certainly had it with male friends yeah you know where even there's a certain like even just a reluctance to pick up the phone yeah on occasion yeah. And I would definitely think that most times that I would call someone, it's not so much to relay information. It's because I actually just really want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. You know, I want to hear your, it, it's not so much like a, a programmed scripted thing. Mm. It's actually just want to, I want to have a connection. Yeah. And I don't get that same sense of connection from just uh Hundreds of WhatsApp messages. Totally, you know, and a lot of you know, I know people that that are very warm when you when you speak to them, mm. but uh, the messages you get come off far from that. You know, it's very easy yeah, to yeah, very to true. have a different persona and, and warmth yeah. level 
through through words rather than yeah yeah the uh, the sound of a voice yeah um, I th- I think though getting back a little bit to this idea of and this is um, and this is a conversation I was having last night with a friend mm-hmm. and um, who's recently moved away right and we were just talking about uh, uh, the nature of staying in touch yeah. with people when they're away and how um, it had been kind of we'd, we'd had a phone call mm. but it had been very almost uh, choreographed you know it mm. wasn't it was like oh I'm going to call you let's have a phone call L- like it was this novel thing to do whereas you'd think like two friends you would just call each other it wouldn't be a problem but this was a situation where we almost had to say like would you be okay with a phone call? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we always had to like like float the idea. Like, would would you be offended if I called you? <laughs> yeah. And um, and we were just talking about this phone call that we'd had yeah. the other the other night because he's he's back here in the city again. And we were talking about it, and we were talking about this phone call we had while he was away, mm. and how um how he he mentioned and and I kind of like totally could relate to this. How it had been a little difficult. Sure. It wasn't the easiest thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And our workaround was like, okay, well, let's try and do this once a week. And let's try and have, let's try and practice in scare quotes. Yeah. Like a conversation, just yeah. a catch up. Phone date. A yeah. phone date. Yeah. And, um, which is something that I think definitely me as a man is not really a big part of my repertoire. Mm. In my male friendships. No, agreed, man. Yeah, I can't think of yeah anyone to be honest that I would I would have that yeah. experience with. So you, I mean, you yeah. like kind of you you live abroad. I, I live abroad too. Yeah, I'm sure. You still have some people in Australia. Um, yeah. I mean, really, just the only people I really talk to on the phone are uh, my mum and my old man. Yeah. Um, occasionally, some friends, but uh, I'm as you know, uh, I'm certainly guilty of. Yeah. Not making the effort um, to stay in touch with a lot of people. Yeah. So I know, man. I'm definitely. I could do with a bit of. Yeah. A bit of work where that's um, well, um, that's concerned. Where do you think this comes from, though? Because I know that kind of. I think one of the great things. Uh, I think probably, the greatest teacher of men are women. Yeah. In many ways, and we kind of. I know whenever I've been in relationship and you're going abroad and things like this and Mm. partners will always, you know, just call their friends and they'll just talk and it's very comfortable and it's very natural. Yeah. And I've often sat uh, as, as I have done kind of for most of my life and just marveled at how women communicate and how they're just so deft at it and so natural. Yeah. And we have so many difficulties. We don't do it, do we? We don't no. do it. No. And we are suffering as a result of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think so. And perhaps not even realizing. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't even occur to me that a phone call is an option sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. go, oh, hang on. Yeah. I could actually call someone. Yeah. That, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big green button. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Oh, yeah, this is yeah, a phone yeah. as well, this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it talks it to me. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, but where, I mean, where does that come from that we're so far... Um, is, is this, again, this whole idea of our tough exteriors? Is a phone call an act of vulnerability? 
Well, of course. You know, yeah. any 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 um, situation where you you're putting yourself in that position is, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's mostly a learned thing. Mm. This, you know, gender stuff tends to be right. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's any sort of primal, hardwired um, aversion to to phone calls or yeah or, or conversations. So I think it's learned. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a guess. Um, but uh, yeah, so we've got our work cut out there, I think. Yeah. Because um, we do know that men tend to, you know, if they are going to be um, connected or committing to some sort of friendship, whether in one-to-one or one-on-one yeah. or group situation, it is activity-based and it's yeah. it's um, goal-oriented or whatever. Totally, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the prevalent kind of thing. Yeah. But you're right, we, we, we should look to women for But it, it's, for it's like, do you know what I mean? Like if you think of some of the language that, that men kind of use to refer to like what will be kind of this erroneous and kind of stereotypical female conversation is prattle. Prattle. And things like that, do you know what I mean? And I, I, yeah, know, yeah. I know growing up, like hearing this sort of language, of like, oh, the women are prattling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Faff. Faff, yeah, right? Because <laughs> the men have important things to talk about. Yeah. And maybe at some level, uh, this prattle mm. is really important. True. Maybe it's nourishing. Yeah, well, of course it is. Yeah, no, this yeah, is, yeah. these are the connections. And maybe we need to learn to just like pick up the phone yeah. and prattle. Get your faff on. Get your faff on, do you know? Just fucking, just gag, you have know. Have a faff. Have faff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with having a faff. No. no. No, don't do that on the phone. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a free world, but yeah, make sure true. you call the right number. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and maybe that's sort of, I suppose though, let me gather my thoughts again here. I suppose the like at some level we're talking here from the point of um, just conversation, not so much as a tool for relaying information, but conversation mm. as a tool for connecting humans together. Yeah. And yeah. in that situation, the content isn't really as important yeah. as just the the mutual feeling. Yeah. Of uh, being heard and, and totally. And sharing, right? And so acknowledge, you know, firstly, acknowledging as men that that's something that's important. Yeah. And that's the first step, right? Yeah. To acknowledge that the, the faff prattle. Yeah, that you is, can, is you can push the big green button. That you can do it. And yeah. It's, that it's, it's not faff. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the second barrier is, I, I know a lot of men would be like, well, you know, how do I actually do that? Mm. You know, what, what do you, what do I talk about? You know? Yeah. And that's, you know, I'm not sure how to answer that one other than to just trust that, once you put yourself into that position, it'll all flow as it needs to. Y- yeah. Maybe that's the big leap you got to do. And then, yeah, you know, just trust that you're both humans and you'll be able to talk about something. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. I, th- I think a big part of that too is just, you know, you, you open your heart to it. Yeah, exactly. Right? It, you, you put yourself in a situation where you're just like, okay. Yeah. And like all these things, all these changes, they require a certain amount of courage. Yeah. Like it does to prattle mm. for many of us men. Yeah requires courage absolutely to just like all right we're gonna just shoot the breeze here that's it but once you're in the prattle zone yeah i don't know of any situation where where nothing's gonna happen right? no yeah yeah yeah. you know yeah uh, organically something's gonna come out of that yeah more often than not it'll be really interesting yeah and really cool yeah and yeah you get something from out of it yeah so. exactly and I, I suppose though right right now we're coming at the situation where um 
where for someone who I mean we're kind of talking about the example here of someone who who has people they can reach out to sure but they're probably not doing it yeah. because of our programming yeah our social conditioning our inability to be vulnerable and just go hey do you want to spend time together yeah. but then there are people and I know I, we've probably both been in this situation before where when you moved here mm. when I moved here yeah where we were lonely because there wasn't anyone around yeah for sure and I, and I think that's a that's a different kind of beast to tackle too isn't it of course yeah um how was it for you when you first came to Berlin? Well, you see, I came here with uh, with my partner, so mm. um, we kind of had each other, yeah. and that was a different experience. So we were never sort of lonely, mm. or we were lonely together. Yeah. I guess that was probably it. And that was um, that's another whole whole kettle being lonely yeah. with another right. together. Yeah. Um, in a lonely city. Yeah. Uh, it did take a while to kind of find our groove, but at the same time, we we, we met people pretty quick and. Um, you know, that was our experience of here. So I guess it was probably a bit different to to your your initial few months here or whatever. But. Yeah, well, I remember too that I had um, I knew people here. Do you know what I mean? There was certainly mm. there was an Irish community here, mm. but I think also to a certain extent, um, I did that classical thing, which I've been guilty of for so many years of kind of isolating myself, mm. and. Not really sure why, because it was a very warm and welcoming and friendly Irish community were here, and they were more than happy to sort of take me in. Yeah. And uh, with no judgment. Sure. And no like great expectation. Yeah. But I, I and I'm this is something that I'm not quite sure of, but there's certainly been an element of me, of self social self sabotage mm. that has definitely existed in my life, and I think it's possibly a stems from like a, a lack of self-worthiness sure. or or even just a kind of a, a some sort of desire to just be alone because i was always very socially anxious yeah i can empathize with that man. and yeah. and and i think i think when you're a socially anxious person and god i know like coming to berlin like the, the pressure this was like really for uh, when it came to me like from moving from Dublin yeah. which was a city that was kind of yeah there was a lot of social anxiety there too yeah. um, and there was cliques and there was cool groups but it felt very much more like you were in school sure people would have to spend time with you even if they didn't want to yeah right and then coming over here I was like god this, this is the elites of cool okay right yeah people over here are incredible looking yeah, yeah. and they've all got so much going on yeah and I think initially I felt extremely intimidated making new friends here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And um, also felt enormous pressure yeah. to not appear like I needed other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you think other people had that same mindset? I think everybody. I think everybody probably does. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the experience for any new person, any person like leaving all of their comforts mm. and moving somewhere where none of that exists yeah. and where we have to you know you kind of i guess it's also the initial steps of a friendship you want to appear like you're completely self-sufficient yeah and you want to appear like you um 
well, in some ways, like, and I guess this is the whole, this is the legacy of cool and the mm. downside of cool is that the way to kind of make a friend is to appear like you don't give a fuck about having a friend. <laughs> yeah. At some way, at least, I mean, that was the school that I grew up in, yeah. you know, the school of making friends. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, know, know that, I know that I have friends who've kind of like, uh, um, women friends who've moved here in the last couple of years. Mm. And their way of making friendship has just been like, going out into the world and being the friendliest person around yeah. and, and meeting someone and saying, oh, can I take your number? You're incredible. Yeah. And uh, I know that I have never operated that way. I would, that would that would be very scary for me to operate in that way. The veneer of cool would, would, the, be, would be crushed. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to say that with, with age, the veneer of cool got crushed anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting uh, that that was your experience of here. I think... But I did feel very lonely. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. No, the first couple of years here, I certainly had uh, a similar experience. Yeah. I did feel like there were, people were keen to connect here, though. I, I came across a lot of, a lot of warm uh, and inviting people. But uh, getting back to your initial mm. comment about um, uh, just sort of putting yourself in that, um, that forced isolation or whatever, I would always, I always battled a bit with that social anxiety of worry about you know what might happen in the social setting i think it was a, probably yeah. a control thing yeah you know um sort of like uh not that i had anything to worry about you'd go out with people and have a good time there was nothing to be concerned about um and yet uh there was this sort of voice saying oh you better not go out and you can't control this situation i suppose so i think control is a bit of a an ingredient in all of this and not wanting to feel vulnerable um, and sort of trying to stage manage that, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I, I always remember, um, I remember little situations of, say, going to, I don't know, exhibition openings or things like this or yeah. going to shows or, or going to concerts and going along to these places with a kind of feeling of dread. Or even like initially when I first came to Berlin and going out to nightclubs and things like this mm. and, and going out to, 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 to party with people and things like this. And mm. everyone seemed to be having such an amazing time. Yeah. And they were. And I did also have an amazing time too. But it was just, it was infused with this sort of undercurrent of um, kind of like a fear of conversation mm. a fear of being kind of exposed yeah and i think that's partially why i ended up very quickly going from someone who went to clubs to someone who was a bartender in clubs because <laughs> that then gave me a kind of a purpose sure and i could control all the conversation there you go do yeah. you know and it was very much okay this is how i can stay safe here socially yeah 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 the control thing yeah it's a thing but have we wandered off topic a little there oh, maybe but i've enjoyed it yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for holding my hand as we went there Cam. anytime but what about i mean what about guys who are like um who are in the situation where they're lonely because maybe they just don't have friends i mean what if uh yeah i, I guess what are the ways to what are the ways to grow friendships like that what are the ways to sort of how do you connect? How do you connect with this? How do you deal with this loneliness? Yeah. Um, 
That's a good call. I guess, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how to answer that. I've, I've been in a situation um, uh, always where I've kind of been able to, you know, connect uh, in one way or another. There's been a friend of a friend or, yeah. or whatever, but I haven't sort of gone in cold, so that's yeah. I'd be interested. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. But maybe, maybe the reason you didn't go in cold mm. was because you... Did you did you ask? Or did, was there ever any moments like, "Hey guys, I'm moving to Berlin. Mm. If anybody knows anyone, hook me up." Yeah, that true. I mean, that all happened pretty organically, I suppose. Um, which which is also an act of vulnerability. True, absolutely. You know, absolutely. doing the call out, like putting yourself out That's there. That's right. Yeah. Um, is yeah. is so important. Announcing your needs, of course. Yeah. yeah. Opening up, of course, in, in whatever way you can. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and stepping into uh, a place where you. Um, yeah, you, you're asking for help or assistance or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's definitely the first step. Um, but uh, I think, you know, it's good to acknowledge as well that a little bit of loneliness is good. I mm-hmm. think. It's mm-hmm. not all bad. Uh, I, I certainly need solitude yeah. to, to function. Yeah. I mean, that's the other side of this coin is uh, um, some people feel loneliness because they're so used to feeding themselves um, from the external world. Very and, and true. And then when that's not there, mm. they feel a bit of fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as more of an introvert, I'm not sure what you are, man, if you're... Yeah, I'm uh, more of an introvert. That way, yeah, I definitely yeah. draw my, my energy and and uh, and juice from um, from that solo time. Yeah. Uh, at least 50-50, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there are some people that, that can't deal with, uh, with, 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 you know, without social interaction or yeah yeah the other side of the spectrum yeah. but just wanted to say that um having a good balance between uh solo time and and um, and the opposite is really important uh, but not too much then you can start to feel a bit disconnected and yeah very true and whatnot i but, th- um, yeah yeah I, f- I feel though kind of the the Again, like with like with all these things that are somehow stigmatized, and and loneliness is definitely stigmatized. I mean that that again falls into that horrible old box of mm. how a man shouldn't be. Sure, you know a man should be stoic and not lonely. Yeah, and I, I feel just just at a, at a personal level, in the last few days, kind of just being able to say, oh, I'm just going through a little lonely patch. Yeah, has been a huge weight off my shoulders. Yeah. And actually even, like, taking the loneliness off my shoulders by suddenly just announcing it. Exactly. And um, and maybe that's a big part of it, too, is kind of understanding that, yeah, when your situations change, you know, if you're in a relationship and you go out of a relationship, mm. of course you're going to feel lonely. Yeah. It's very, very normal. Yeah. And if, you know, when summer changes to winter and you're not out so much, mm. you're not getting all that kind of outdoor community public life that you get then of course yeah. you're going to feel lonely too if you move to a new city you're going to feel lonely as well yeah yeah um these are just ways that our body has been engineered to kind of prod you mm. to well to to either kind of just sit with that loneliness and sort of understand it yeah or to to make bigger efforts you know to be to kind of embrace that embrace your vulnerability yeah and to reach out to other people. Exactly. Get on the phone. Get on the phone. Yeah, ring that friend. Have a chat. Yeah. Um, have a prattle. Have a prattle. Have a faff. 
back there again. There was a, a good quote in this um, this article I, I sent you yeah. um, this morning. And um, oh, I can't remember the actual specifics, but there's a good quote that we're all we're all um, we're all bowling, but but we're not doing it in leagues or teams anymore. So we're we're out playing this game, mm. but we're not doing it together. Um, uh, it was far better worded in this article, but I yeah. like the image of bowling. I like you know, it too. Yeah, yeah. I like bowling. It's very Australian. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that bowling. I was yeah. thinking more Big Lebowski. Sort of ah, thing. okay, all right. The two divides kind of bowling. But, you know, in, in the sort of erosion of civic life existence yes. that we live in, we don't have these institutions as much that we used to have. No. We're not living in, in rural settings where no. you, you know the fellow at the, yeah. the bakery or the cafe yeah. or whatever. Um, so we need to re-engage that stuff somehow yeah. and find groups, um, find other people that want to talk yeah. and just make that effort, make the yeah. step and acknowledge your needs Um and know that there's always a remedy to loneliness if you want. Yeah. yeah. It's also, I think it's just that realization that we've shifted, yeah. especially if you live in an urban setting. We've shifted from a time when community was inevitable yeah. to a time now where community is something you have to work on. Exactly. And you have to create from amongst all the strangers. That's right. Yeah. But just know that we're all in the same boat and we're all yeah. feeling it. No shame. What it, exactly. No shame. No yeah. shame uh, at all. So uh, throw off that cloak and, uh, <laughs> and do the thing. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Press the big green button on it's, your phone. Exactly. It works. <laughs> Apparently. Does <I> <laughs> someone give Cam a call? Yeah. Give me buzz. <laughs> all right. But, uh, it might be mantra time, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Serenade us. Shall I? Yeah. Talk you sad. Wow. This is the Berlin Boys Club Guide to Loneliness Mantra. And if you're feeling lonely, no need to feel ashamed. Reach out to, to a brother because we've all felt the same. <laughs>